Today, I wanted to talk about something that I think is responsible for pretty much every big win I've had in my career and my life over the past 22 years I've been alive, which is creative clarity. I know this upfront seems like a kind of vague or unimportant topic, but I really think it, there's never been a more important time than now in the modern world to find creative clarity. There are distractions all around us. Um, there are things that occupy our mind and kind of get in the way a lot of the time of us just trusting our sense of intrigue and our interest in the world. And that can often halt any creative projects that we have going on or just any creative potential we feel towards something. I'm gonna give you guys a specific example. I had always known for the longest time that I wanted to have some kind of community centered around helping young people to find a focus in their life and to develop themselves and ultimately really just find happiness and contentment with not only you know their careers, but just their day-to-day -day life. And you know, for a long time, I just kind of tossed that in the trash. I just kind of ignored that idea because I figured, I don't know, I just would enter this, this loop of self-doubt where I was always thinking to myself, what am I going to say that's going to really be worth someone's time or change their point of view for the better? And simultaneously, I was trying to post a lot of videos on my Instagram. I say a lot, but it really wasn't a lot, as you'll see. I was posting a lot of videos for my business or what I what I felt like was my business at the time just trying to talk about my video production company and some of the things we have going on and what our process looks like and I don't know what it was but one day I just woke up and I knew I wanted to make a video it had nothing to do with my video production company it was just this little idea I had at the time I felt like I was wasting a lot of time scrolling on social media and I remember thinking to myself, like, how cool would it be if we talked about how much time we waste scrolling in equal capacity to the time we actually spend scrolling? Like, what if we all just became a bit more aware of how we are spending our time and why we're spending it like this? And for me, in a lot of ways, that was kind of the first step towards building that community I was talking about earlier that I, you know, that idea I had kind of given up on of building a place where young people could find a sense of clarity and bring some focus into their career or life. And so I don't know if, if anyone listening to this has been with me for this long, but that video was just me sitting in front of the camera, reminding people like, hey, you were doing something before you started scrolling on Instagram in most cases. Um, you know, that's fine. I do the same thing all the time. Let's together kind of become more aware of this. And in the meantime, Here's this little video of a bonsai tree. And I showed my bonsai tree, my little ficus. And it didn't blow up or anything. It didn't go viral to any extent. But there was a lot of great feedback from the people I knew, people in my life, who were just like, wow, I really love this, Caleb. It's really cool that you made this. And you know, to this point, I think there's a lot of feedback like that that we get in our lives that we maybe brush off. Like, for example, in my case, all that time I spent thinking about how I wasn't qualified to build this space or this community for young people to find focus, 
I was having conversations with my actual real life friends, like the kind of people I wanted to make this for. And we would, you know, talk about their own struggles or things that were going on in their life or just their own bad feelings surrounding their lack of productivity or focus or lack of direction, whatever the case was. And one thing so many of them said that I really, you know, I look back on and I, I think I really took to heart in that moment was just the amount of inspiration and respect that they had for me, which meant a lot. Like they, they looked at me as this example of something they would want to move towards or the future that they wanted where they, you know, in, in my case, they have this business that they're working on or they're much more aware of how they're spending their time or they're just in general kind of working towards something and making things. And really, I think if I knew better in that moment, I would have recognized that as the exact qualification I need to go ahead and do whatever I wanted to do and build whatever community I wanted to build. But it, it, it wasn't until later until, you know, I just said F it and made that one video and it got really good feedback. And it was that kind of second round of great feedback from people that made me realize this is something I could really spend a lot of time and energy on and it might turn into something worthwhile. And I kind of look at our world now and I look at the people everywhere and there's just so many unfulfilled dreams, you know, or dreams that were shot down, not even necessarily because they didn't have time for it or there was a tangible reason uh, where it wouldn't work out. But a lot of people just shoot their dreams down because they think they aren't worth it. And I think that is, you know, speaking from experience here, I think that's the silliest excuse not to go ahead and do whatever it is that's in your mind. And just to really drive home how valuable this can be, to just trust yourself and make things, I'm gonna share some numbers with you. Last year in my business, we did over a quarter million dollars in revenue. I'm not sure what it was in profit, but it was relatively close. I think, you know, somewhere around 70%. And then this year, I really tackled my, my social media ambitions and that grew from, I don't know, I had like 900 followers. And that grew to 330,000 over the course of several months. And you know, I'm 22 years old and I own a condo. I don't have any payments on my car or anything. I don't have any debt outside of my mortgage. I think at least on paper, a lot of people look at me and think he's done pretty well for himself. And you know, I like to agree. I, I love the life I lead and I love my business and I love the message I spread on social media. These things are really inspiring to me. And that's not to say that you need to be exactly like me. It's not to say you need to hit those numbers at any point, but that's not what this is about. You know, this isn't about you gaining a certain amount of followers or making a certain amount of money. It's giving yourself the creative freedom, taking yourself off your own leash and just letting yourself make whatever it is you want to make. Because who knows, maybe if you just let yourself do that, your success story would be even greater than mine. There's a lot of room. Plenty of room for anyone who wants to take a stab at it. And maybe it's not, you know, maybe it's a total flop, no one sees it, and whatever. But I don't think that's a sign that you aren't worth it and you aren't a very creative person. It's just a case of it needs refinement. And to put that into perspective, like, I've been making short videos for a decade, if not more. Ever since I was a kid and I like taught myself how to use editing software, I've always had a YouTube channel or like a little side thing online where I'd post whatever it was that I was making. 
the honest truth is my Instagram blowing up in the way that it has is a 10 year long endeavor because that's how long it's taken me to develop my camera skills and my editing skills, develop my creative vision, trust myself, learn more about myself, become more comfortable speaking, all of these things. And so if you're someone who is afraid to take that step, I have some really simple paths forward for you that I think, if nothing else, would just give you this, this clarity in your day-to-day life because I know it's, it's brought me clarity. One thing I always talk about is having some method of logging your thoughts and you can do it in whatever way is most efficient for you. If you really enjoy writing with pen and paper, go that route. But that's not me. Like I personally enjoy typing. I think it's really quick and it's an easy way for me to jot my thoughts down. I have over the course of the past year since I've started doing this, thousands of voice notes, hundreds, if not thousands of written notes. And most of those don't go anywhere. Like 99% of those do not get posted or even shared with anyone. But what logging your thoughts does is it just gets you used to letting your ideas breathe, like letting them exist in the world, even if it's just for a few minutes in a voice memo that no one's ever going to hear. Like at least it escaped your brain and is out in the world some, somewhere in some fashion. At least give yourself that, you know, because who knows what that turns into, you know, maybe you start leaving voice memos for yourself every single day. And maybe through that, you become a lot more comfortable speaking. And just in your natural ability to speak, all of a sudden, you you're just pulling ideas out of yourself left and right. And maybe one of those ideas is really profound to you and something you really want to share with people. And so maybe you do. And then maybe that grows into something. And, you know, who knows the limits of that from there? It's just compound interest at this point and all because you you gave it a chance to just breathe in the world in a voice memo or a written note or something and i get this objection a lot from people like how do you keep track of all of it like with all these voice memos that just have a ton of random names based off of the the street i'm nearby it literally names it from gps how do you know which ones to go back to First of all, you can rename them if you want, but there's a more important lesson here. I don't go back to them, almost never. The point isn't to go back and to reshape it into something. It is simply an outlet. Frankly, it's a glorified way of talking to yourself with the added practice of it actually being recorded somewhere. Forget trying to keep it organized or logged or anything, you know? Like, I'm just gonna reiterate, this is about you and your ideas and how you can let them breathe and exist in the world. It doesn't matter how stupid they are or if it's an old idea that's been done a thousand times. There's no pressure to put it anywhere. You know, that, that's one thing I always talk about. And one reason I think I actually got consistent on social media way back when I was really focused on growing it was in this process of leaving voice memos or notes or whatever, you remove the nagging pressure to make it anything beyond an idea because it's when you start to try and really make something out of it and share it with people that a lot more pressures enter the scene and you're a lot more likely to develop some kind of doubts and ultimately to just give up on it and that's all without even even just sharing the idea first and just letting that breathe and live for a little bit really in summary it's like 
you are training your brain the second you have something that you think might be worth sharing to find an outlet as quickly as possible and spew your idea. And I think this is such an underrated skill nowadays. Like this is what I'm talking about, like in the modern world, how important this is. Because we are, you know, for better or for worse, whether you like it or not, moving towards a culture that puts massive value on individual ideas and personalities. I mean, even some of the largest companies today, this is a huge part of their marketing strategy is influencer marketing. And the whole idea behind influencer marketing is there are people with massive audiences who have already developed the trust. Like the people who follow them already want to hear from them. They're already excited to see whatever it is that they posted. So then you stick your product in there and you've taken a lot of the work in marketing to people and getting them to care about looking at what you have to say and you're just in. And this is one thing about humans, you know? That's one thing about us that I, I'm not sure will ever change is we're always looking for answers to things. And because the only resources we have to turn to are those made by our fellow man, this whole idea of influencers. And I'm thinking beyond the, the TikTok dancer, no offense, but people with influence, this concept will always exist because people want answers. They want it from someone who appears wiser and more versed than themselves. And that is exactly what we have with social media. It's a ton of people building their own coliseum where everyone can gather and listen to what it is they have to say without anyone having to be there in person. And you know, despite all my opinions of social media and the path we're headed down with it, or at least the direction we're going with it, there's no denying like survival in the modern world from here on out, especially for those who are really looking to thrive in more cases than not is going to involve building some kind of audience. And now that I've done that for myself, I genuinely look back and all I have to thank is just the voice memos, just the ability to have an idea in the car, like while I'm driving and be like, oh, I have a, a thing I can use now to log this idea just for the sake of logging it, just so it gets made into something. Before I have any chance to doubt it, even for a second, I'm already pulling out my voice memos and clicking record because it it's worth it. And I think as far as why this is so important in business and why bringing creative clarity into your business is so underrated is the simple fact that, you know, nowadays, especially with everyone getting more used to social media, people want to buy from other people, not necessarily just companies. Or we want companies that we trust more or that we really buy into, frankly. And maybe someone would disagree with me, but just in my experience, not only on my own platform, but, you know, I own a video production agency. I've worked with countless companies making videos for other people and all of the biggest wins we've had with our clients come from leaning as hard as we can into what makes the founder or company that we're working with so uniquely special. We have this saying at uh, Duplane Media, my company, that 
If you can entertain someone, you at least have their attention. If you can educate them, they'll consider your approach. And if you can evoke an emotion, they'll share your message. But if you can do all three, people will really buy into you. Kind of in the same way that like you buy into your friends in middle school, high school, etc. Like just over time, you start to see a person for who they are and what they have to offer. And there's this sort of social trust that oftentimes I think is unconscious, but starts to build over time. And a lot of that just comes from alignment of ideas and energy. And a lot of that is just chalked up to your own unique creativity and what you're noticing about life and appreciating about the world around you. And there's such spontaneity to that, I think, that is really nice to capture as soon as it comes up, the second you recognize it. And that is why I'm such a big fan of logging, especially with voice memos, because you get to hear your own emotion. I think it's also such an underrated skill to just notice what works on you. Like, take a look at your friends. Take a look at how you feel about certain family members, um, whether that's a positive or negative thing. Take a look at what brands you really love and that you've been buying from for a long time or brands that you are constantly sharing all over the place or people you're always advocating for, ideas you're really into, favorite artists. It's all just a matter of taste. Like it's your taste being, being represented by another person or sometimes a company or whoever. And just to give you an example from my own life, like there's a clothing company based in Tennessee that I absolutely love. I am covered pretty much head to toe in their clothes all day, every day. It's called Imogene and Willie. And they have two shops at this point, but their whole thing is keeping American made, sustainable fashion here in American towns. And I'm not like the most patriotic person or anything, but just because they've, with their photos and their videos and every aspect of their brand, they, they always entertain and inspire me with the level of detail. And they're always educating me about their process and all these like beautiful handmade pieces, as well as these super old and rare machines that they use to make their clothes. And they've shared so many of their stories in these like mini documentary videos. I am head over heels obsessed with them. I probably genuinely wouldn't buy jeans anywhere else, even though they are ridiculously expensive, but they last a long time as well. So it's not like I need to buy them even, you know, every 10 years, they're lifelong jeans. But anyway, the point I'm getting at is like, there's an opportunity here to just become very aware, even for me with this particular brand. Like when I open an email from them or when I see a piece of theirs that I really love and just taking a second and appreciating the fact that they are speaking to me and trying to understand why, like, is it in the, the photo or is it the piece itself or did they write something really compelling or was this a really emotional story that was shared in a video? And just asking yourself nonstop why it works. We come into contact with so many brands every day, and this is a great way to just understand from a business perspective what your taste is and therefore what you might want to share with others. Thanks for listening. I'll catch you next week.